Welcome to Nerds of the Square Circle. We are a weekly podcast where we talk about and review the latest in wrestling news and events. I am your host, Snarf Chris. Ashley. And that's Ashley. We are brought to you by the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Make sure to go check out the other podcasts in the family, Somewhat Nerdy Radio, which I'm also the host of. And Future Flicks was Billiam. Uh, he reviews like new movies every single week uh, and gives you the breakdown on what's coming out in theaters that week. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. There'll be links to everything in the show notes page on somewhatnerdy.com. And if you dig the podcast, make sure to leave us a rating and a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever you're listening to us on. Hello, everybody. <laughs> pay-per-view week. I think it's our first pay-per-view week for the podcast. Yes. Um, so Hell in a Cell just happened. This is probably going to be a, a shorter podcast where got busy life things to do so but i want to get a podcast out this week so this show is probably going to be a revolving kind of thing it's a working process we might have new hosts coming next week might Um, miss some hosts might miss some hosts they might be in and out uh, but it's going to be ever evolving until we kind of find our footing so thanks for sticking with us but let's get right into hell in a cell (laughs) the pre-show cruiserweight stuff so they had their pre-show to six on the three on three match with Sin Cara on one team, and then the, yeah, the match was okay. Yeah, it, it happened mean, just exactly pre-show but, match. But it kind of goes with the cruiserweight stuff that doesn't matter at all. There's no storyline other than the T.J. Perkins thing. I just I wish they would utilize some of the other guys in the cruiserweight stuff. Like T.J. Perkins is good. But there are other guys that are like better than him and more flashy and get the crowd into it a little so bit better than there, him. So why is there? There's only one storyline for the cruiserweights, and it's uh, Brian Kendrick and T.J. Perkins. That's yeah. it. And, and I, that's they fight every single yeah. week. And I don't. And I don't think Brian Kendrick is as good as the other cruiserweight. Everybody guys. likes Brian Kendrick. I don't know why. I I think I good. don't like him. Yeah. He's not. It's not that I don't like. Him. He's just not like you know one of my favorites. I guess because he's a heel, and I'm not a huge fan of heels. And TJ <laughs> Perkins is fine, but I just want to see something different than them two fighting. The same and the same so they thing at, they do over and over again. Let's go ahead and kind of like move around a little bit. So they fought at Hell in a Cell mm-hmm. in a match where the crowd was completely silent. They, yeah, didn't care. And nope. usually the cruiserweight matches are sometimes, really good, and the crowd get, crowds get into them. It's a long pay per view, and they just watched the. Um, oh, so they came on after the Kevin Owens yeah. Seth Rollins match, where That's everybody's why going I was, crazy. Yeah, and I was wondering why they were that far back too. So they got shoved into what was probably the best, one of the best matches of the night, other than the Charlotte match. Yeah. Um, and the crowd was completely silent. Yeah. Nobody cared about it. Nobody cared about it at all. You got to feel bad. <laughs> When you have a match and nobody cares about it, and then a girls match comes, and, and by the way, loses their freaking mind, closes out the show and is the main event, and so, everybody loses their mind. You said that the, mean, the cruiserweight pre-show that was a pre-show, so you get to the main event, and they kind of during the pre-show they started the the venue packages started breaking down, and then they did the Rusev one, and then they did the Seth Rollins one, and then the Charlotte one. And I'm mm-hmm. like, man, I think the Charlotte match is going to be last. It's going to be the main event, and it freaking was. And Which was, was awesome. awesome. It's a yeah. good good way to end a pay-per-view, and I'm just really surprised it happened. You know those girls were stoked about it. Yeah, it had to be. Uh, the match was good. It's kind of scary to watch it sometimes. Um, I, it wasn't as scary as, as I thought it was going to be. As bad as I thought be. it was. Yeah. Um, their two table spots didn't work at all. At all. Uh, Charlotte kind of slowly fell. Those were both mess-ups. Uh, through the table that was on the outside of the ring, and then Sasha got slammed into the table twice. Twice. 
<laughs> at the end of the match and didn't go through it. So those didn't work. But everything else, they're always really yeah. solid. Those matches are always good between the two. But I'm kind of sick of seeing them too. Yeah. Well, thankfully, the next pay-per-view that we're going to see with Raw well, and SmackDown it's a mix of people, so we don't have to same, see the same fights over and over again. I'm hoping, and it looks that like they're moving into a Bailey Scar- yeah. Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Witch, <laughs> Charlotte. <laughs> well, yeah, so it does look like they're moving into like a ba- Bailey Charlotte kind of thing, and I'm excited for that. I love Bailey. So the pay per view started off with Roman Reigns and Rusev, and my mm-hmm. my boy Roman Reigns won, <laughs> which the match was fine. Uh, I I didn't expect anything. Yeah, nothing super, super flashy. flashy or anything happened between these two guys. Uh, it it looked rough. Yeah, it did look they, really rough. I mean, he choked him with a chain that, across his mouth at one time or another. Rusev did the Roman Reigns, which was fine. Um, the match was fine. Nobody really, nothing special. It it it, it was adequate for a, yeah. a steel cage. Kind of the same old same old with them. Two uh, big guys fighting each other. So Bailey uh, beat Dana Brooke. I don't care. I never cared about the storyline. It was kind of flat. Um, I, as I said in the last podcast, I really think they're just. Kind I don't of... really care for Dana Brooke. So. Yeah, and... she's 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 mediocre in both the ring and the mic. She's, she's worse on the mic. She's she terrible on the, on the mic. But I hate it when she does that thing where she's getting slammed into the um the turnbuckles when she's getting slammed and turn and she puts her hands up and just like. Flag. Yeah, oh everybody kind of calls that, out on that too. So. That drives me insane. Every single time that Bailey does it to her, and I know she's gonna do it, and I'm like, why do y'all keep doing that? You look terrible doing it. Don't do that to her. After that was a Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson versus Enzo and Big Cass, which uh, Enzo, I mean uh, Gallows and Anderson won finally, 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 um, which is fine because uh, Enzo and Cass they can't make them look bad yeah, even if they no. lose everybody loves them still no matter what so it doesn't really matter if they lost it no. doesn't make them look weak uh, it makes Ga- uh, gallows and anderson look good uh the match was fine too uh, there was some really cool um uh what what's the name of their move magic killer they did it to big cast mm-hmm. which was, was yeah kind of cool like i said it's it was okay it was an okay match enzo and cast are mike mike guys mm-hmm. they're okay in the ring Carl Anderson, I think, is freaking amazing. They don't let him be as amazing as he was here when he was in Japan because he was awesome in Japan. But he was a heel, so yeah. Okay, and then there's Polly Batch of the Night. It's got to be a flip up between this and the Charlotte uh, Sasha Banks match. Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. That was a good match. It was good. Mm -hmm. Uh, It didn't play out like I thought it was. Um, I actually thought I I knew Kevin Owens was going to win. You thought Triple H was going to? I really thought Triple H was going to win. Come in, maybe. Maybe, you never know. Maybe I don't know if they're saving it or or what's if the it's point not going to happen, it, or it's not going to happen. Well, it, it's got to happen eventually. Like you they've think, already really planted so? the seeds of Seth Rollins getting screwed over by Triple H. That's the whole point of it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure that's going to happen or not. Uh, this also, I actually thought this would come. I thought this was going to turn into the Chris Jericho turning on Kevin Owens thing, but he didn't. Man, they are going to keep on rolling with that. And I, I think. love it. I um, think it's perfect. They shouldn't ever, ever, ever have Jericho turn on Kevin Owens. I'm sure he will. <laughs> I'm well, sure he's you're got right. to. That's I'm what sure he does with everybody. Um, Kevin Owens uh, accidentally sprayed a referee with a fire signature. Mm-hmm. Fire um, signature. So they open the gate. Chris Jericho comes in, locks himself inside, and they they made Seth Rollins look awesome because he was able to hold off both of them for yeah. a very long time. Uh, which is the second time in a row that they've done that. You can't make Seth Rollins look bad. 
you can you can, but they did a good job of not making him look bad. They made him look super strong. Uh, then there was a um, Brian Kendrick and TJ Perkins cruiserweight championship belt, which they kind of had a weird build up for it. Like Brian Kendrick's oh, before, yeah. like him being like a he's big like, pansy. Please let me win. And, like he begged uh, TJ. That to, makes me dislike him even more. He like, he really? had an answer for it on the, the following night on the Raw. Like, oh, that was all just a mind game, and uh, that was part of what I wanted to do. The match was okay, but yeah, then it, it made okay. TJ look really stupid, and he fell for like the oldest trick in the book. Like, yeah, uh, Brian oh, jumps off the turn, yeah, turn uh, turnbuckle, hurts his ankle. Quotation mark, quotation mark, <laughs> and um, uh, TJ goes over there and makes sure he's Don't okay. Headbutts him. him, done. And then he gets him in his what does he call his um? Uh, it's I don't. It's a side headlock. I'm, I know he has a, a like a special name for it, but it doesn't say it. No, it just says win. Captain's hook. Is that what is it is? Captain's, Captain's hook. hook? Something, Something like, like that. that. Yeah, I think it's Captain's hook. I'm not quite sure. I'll go. All right. Up next was the New Day versus Cesaro and Sheamus, and this happened exactly like I thought it was going to. Yeah. New Day won. Of course, they're gonna they're gonna get they're gonna get that record. I I think so too. I yeah. think that's what they're just gonna go ahead and go. I think they're gonna lose it pretty much right after it. Yeah. Um, maybe this is our own Jameis. Maybe. So now here's the whole thing. Um, New Day is the good guys now. Yeah. Completely, they won in a very bad guy way now. Disqualification. Yeah. Um, but it was an accident. It wasn't an accident. Quotation marks. Quotation marks. <laughs> uh, it was an accident, just like it was an accident for. No chin guy um, last week when he made Dean James lose. James Ellsworth James Ellsworth the match was fine again it ended on kind of a shenanigans yeah um like I was saying before uh, Xavier was tapping to Cesaro's uh, sharpshooter, sharpshooter in the ring mm-hmm. um, but the ref was busy looking out the ring to Sheamus which was attacking Big, Big e. e was a chair no um the trombone the trombone yeah he um, was attacking him. And so Kofi. Kofi stopped him by kicking him, and then the referee called the match. So yeah, technically, Cesaro and Sheamus won, but of course they didn't win belts because it's disqualification. I think that's a ridiculous rule. Uh, well, it makes sure. I don't even know why the rule's there, actually. It's a ridiculous rule. Right, it's, it's a storyline rule. I know, yeah. and it's ridiculous, and I hate it every time it's used. It's it's u- it is used a lot. Now. Yeah. It really is. It was used. So... Uh, we, Monday. We, we talked about it earlier, but the Charlotte Shasha Banks match mm-hmm. was next. Um, like I said, it's it's either match of the night or it's on par with Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins. Yeah, I expected a little bit more in that match. Not that it was bad. I just expected it to be like way crazier. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. But I was expecting a lot. Like that whole what was it? Freaking five to ten minutes of. Sasha being hurt. The, the whole beginning thing. Um, it was just so at the beginning. Uh, they Charlotte, use that too much. Too. Charlotte throws her her out but of that, the ring while the cage was coming down. As soon as that happened, though, as soon as that happened, and then she got up and got back in the ring, I yeah. was like, "She's losing this belt because they're going to use that as oh, her back's hurt. That's right. why she lost." Um. So she power bombed her through the announcement table. Yeah. Like pretty hardcore. Uh, it looked rough. Really good at making stuff look rough. She just lets her body just She just fall. lets herself go, yeah. And and it's kind of scary sometimes. Scary. And, but she's so tiny, she just lets herself fold in half and fall, and and it looks bad. She went head first into the cage a few times. Like, yeah. was it out anything to catch her? The match was awesome, though. Uh, Charlotte won because they want to start moving her towards Bailey. 
Definitely, for, for sure. That's like obviously the next order. You think Bailey's gonna get the belt from her? I don't think so. You don't think so? I think they're gonna they're gonna they're keep gonna keep it on Charlotte. Charlotte. It, the storylines are better when she, it's just like the Miz thing. Miz has better storylines. The, the the product has better storylines when Miz has the belt. Yeah, I the just story wish storylines are better when Charlotte has the belt. Yeah. I just wish she wasn't a bad guy. I mean, I really like the her. bad guys keep the belts if you don't notice. Yeah, so. no. New Day's good. Well, New Day was bad, they and they were had the bad. belt for a long time, true. and they just kind of got over because everybody loved them. That is true. So that the storylines are always loosely better for the good guys to be fighting to try to get the belt back. Yeah. Um, I just like her too much to, like, I hate who? Charlotte. Charlotte, yeah. She's really good at being a bad guy. Before we get into Raw, let's go ahead and take a small break here, uh, and we'll be right back quickly. We're going to talk about Raw and SmackDown. Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high-dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever internetting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall filthy f***ing language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, Yeah, the f*** did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that a jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at wympodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. So, Raw. Not a bad Raw. No. It it was actually a good Raw after a pay-per-view. Yeah. Sometimes nothing happens or sometimes stuff happens. And it was okay. Um, Raw's getting better. It was better than it was last week because nothing happened at all last week. And I thought the show was pretty weak. And it, but that's a pre-pay-per-view paper, um, Raw, yeah, so not nothing gonna, usually happens. They're not going to do anything big. They're going to save it for the pay-per-view. Okay, so we're only going to talk about a few things from Raw, but like um, Goldberg was, Goldberg was probably the biggest thing to happen. Yeah. Uh, he, he comes out. He's, he's accepting the challenge. They send Paul Heyman out. Uh, Rusev comes out. Which was surprising. Surprisingly. He's only out there so he can take uh, a jackknife. Yeah. From Goldberg. Make Goldberg look good. Exactly. Get him a little her, kind of straight uh, ring time. Get everybody um, excited. But more, way more surprising, which I'm pretty sure was a punishment was from last week. Spear. Spear to Paul, Paul Heyman. Heyman. Paul Heyman, like, I, I don't remember the last time he's still got a bump. I know he has in the past before, but after the promo that happened last week, I really think this was a punishment. He's like, you're going to take a spear. I don't and it wasn't like a really rough spear, but it was still a spear. 
I watched it again, and it looked like Goldberg tried to, you know, he tried to he like kind of went to the side and just kind of little, maybe. And Paul Heyman just kind of falls down. Yeah. So but I mean, still, it wasn't a rough spear, but that, Paul Heyman's not a wrestler. Yeah, so, that can't feel good. Um. Yeah, you just had like a a two hundred and fifty pound guy land on top of you, no matter what. Yeah. So, so the uh, what I was really happy about this segment is at one time Paul Heyman's talking about, hey, well, Brock Lesnar is here. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's go ahead and handle this now. You knew that wasn't going like, to happen. I knew they it don't happen. need to. Don't give me Brock Lesnar and Goldberg right now. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see that yet. I want to see that maybe two weeks from now. I kind of saw that coming. I knew they weren't going to bring Brock Lesnar out already. Like, but the Rusev no thing, was it, that was interesting. Yeah. So, it, that was better than... I'm sure Rusev in real life was kind of excited. Super that he, yeah. yeah. It's like, a, I got a jackknife by uh, uh, Goldberg. Yeah. I would be. I'd be like, hey, yeah. If I was a wrestler... And then there was a trick-or-treat street fight between Enzo and Luke Gallows. It was just a food fight. Every holiday, no matter what the holiday is. I was expecting more. Really? Halloween stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of too. Like, um, like there some was, fun, maybe because it was like, right after Like, bring the boogeyman back or um, some, like, their horror characters. I don't know, people or... come dressed, come out dressed up. There were some up. people in the audience, two of the announcers, uh, which I'm going to call it, was dressed up as... So Baron Saxon was wearing like a onesie. Jammies. Jammies, maybe. And Corey Graves was wearing like a Halloween, a that pretty pimp suit Halloween was suit. Sweet. Um, but other than that, uh, the only other person that was really dressed up was um, uh, uh, the Bob Darren Young. Darren Young dressed as Bob Backlund during his match. He wore the suspenders. Oh yeah, that was. Funny um, that was the only other people <laughs> that uh, comes to my mind that were dressed up. So really, no Halloween stuff was really done. The trickin' street fight thing. It was whatever. It every holiday is an excuse to have a food fight. Yeah. This turned into a food fight with pies and pumpkins and stuff like that. Well, it was so And then again, the same thing we were complaining about before, T J Perkins fought fought um Brian Kendricks. And the only reason I'm even bringing this up because I'm I'm really sick of seeing them two fight. But T J Perkins fell on his neck. Oh my god, yes. And it, his whole entire like, head disappeared. Like they showed just a picture. And I'm like, where does one guy begin and the other one end? So like, it was where, a what? from the top turnbuckle to the outside of the ring, her Karana. I think that's what it was. Yeah, but I'm, but he had he... no hope to save himself. Where was that supposed to go? Like, I don't was know he how he was grab... supposed to land. I don't know if he was supposed to grab the rope, ropes, and, and hold himself hit, up. Uh, um, the the side of the mat. Yeah. Um, but his head completely disappeared. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't get like he looked dazed for a second because he had to pull himself back into the. Like he folded in half and it was kind of scary looking. So again, yeah, that happened. All right, then there was a a five on five battle royale to see who was going to be on the Survivor Series Braun Strowman run. But it was still funny to see Sheamus and uh, Cesaro. Oh yeah, like so they kind of worked together at the beginning of the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, they like fist they were bump, fist bumping and, and like, everything. Yeah, man. Yeah, thanks yeah. for the help. And then uh, Seamus tries to throw Cesaro out. And Cesaro's like, uh-uh. Cesaro throws out Seamus, and, and then, Braun Strowman throws out everybody. And then it was him and Sami Zayn, which we even guessed. We were, yeah, I kind of figured even before it started that was, that was going to happen. So Yeah, we knew. Like I was like, oh, well, we know who the last two guys are going to be. Nia Jax fought, fought ba- Bailey. Bailey, yeah. And went completely over clean. I was pissed. Like, pissed completely clean. Like, there was no hesitation in it. I was expecting Bailey to win. Just completely destroyed her clean. It made Bailey look bad. Yeah, it really did. Because this was all about Bailey showing that she could be on the team and that she's a strong competitor. And then they make her look like crap. 
Raw ended on a Roman Reigns versus Chris Jericho uh, match. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens is, of course, out there, you know, uh, inter- interfered and just dis- and had a disqualification. So Roman Reigns won. But who cares? That's like none of that's important. It's none of that match. is important. So Chris Jericho and uh, Kevin Owens start beating the hell out of Roman Reigns. He's down and everything like that. And Seth Rollins and comes Seth out to his help. Freaking Rollins. So I don't know if they're kind of slowly going to put them back I together. I don't think they need to. I really. Roman they needs probably, it now. Roman needs it. So I don't know. He hasn't been getting as bad as booze. They as were he saying has been, Roman sucks at the beginning they of were, this. Yeah. So well, remember he said, "Well, happy Halloween to y'all too." Remember? Well. And even Mick Foley had to turn around to him. He's like, "I think my wife likes you." He no, said that. he said, it. "Yeah, my yeah. wife really likes you." Yeah, so. Like, I, I just feel so bad for him. I don't feel bad for him, but... I feel bad for him because, you know, he was... Everybody loved him. He was getting all all the cheers Everybody and loved him for about two months last year. Yeah. And then he got the belt and everybody hated him. And then everybody still kind of, like, hates him. And it it depends on who he's fighting, I think. I really think he has that John Cena thing where it's it's just fun to boo him. Yeah. I like, think you it's boo him just because that's what you do. But I think it gets under his skin, unlike John Cena doesn't get John Cena shit. uses it. Yeah, he uses it and doesn't he's give... Completely Maybe fi- that's he's completely it fine with it. Because he is kind of using it a little. Kind of, sometimes. But whenever he got pulled out there was the uh, part of Survivor Series stuff was McFoley, you can instantly see on his face, like, oh, they're booing me. Again. Yeah. Yeah. It, I think it kind of gets under his skin a little bit. So that was Raw. Move over to SmackDown. There was a... as a, Raw SmackDown's been just starting and ending with uh, the same thing. AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose uh, was James Ellsworth, like this love triangle that's going on between the three of these guys. James Ellsworth feels really bad that he made Dean lose last week. Mm -hmm. So he's crying and all upset. So he's crying. He's very upset. He wants to apologize. Um, So um, Dana Bryan Bryan gives him a one more more match. And he's like, you cannot be, James Ellsworth cannot be on the side of the match. Yeah. Like can't be. Um, so, so Dean that, kicks him out of the building. So Dean kicks him out of the building, takes his phone, everything else. So the, that match is later. That's the main event. So, but before all that, there was a Randy Orton versus Kane mm-hmm. disqualification match. Uh, no disqualification match. Yeah. The Wyatt's come out, and it's completely official now. I'm kind of excited about Randy it. Randy Orton's a Wyatt. I'm kind of excited about it. Like I didn't expect it. That yeah. is not something you would expect. No, it? it's not. That's. Yeah good of them to add some stuff that you're not going to expect so like he so rko's kane out of nowhere's um in the ring rko out of nowhere exactly pushes kane to, to bray. bray wyatt for uh, sister abigail uh there's a little promo package later behind the scenes was bray basically saying, saying welcome to the wyatt family i can't trust you but you're you got I, I think you're you had devil in you and uh i i enjoyed the company and then they did some stupid special effect with uh, Randy Orton's eyes, where his eyes See, glue. I'm I'm wondering if that's supposed to mean like that Bray has him like under a spell or something. Well, that's maybe. what they always do. They, like it was the same thing with Xavier, and I think they yeah. did the same thing with Brian uh, Dana Bryan a long time ago. Yeah, I didn't see he that. Drawn a Wyatt's oh, yeah, he did draw on the Wyatts. Oh yeah, he did draw on the Wyatts. I do remember so, that. So he I don't know if orange, this is where they're going suit. with it. Yeah, maybe. It's interesting. Like I said on the last podcast, I didn't care about the storyline until this started Now happening. it's interesting. Yeah, now it's interesting. I, I want him to start building Bray back up. Like I Yeah, felt... well, Bray never needs to lose. I, I'm, a, I'm a big advocate of Bray never losing. So. Yeah. It, like he's supposed to be, like you said, this big eater of worlds and this big badass and everything, and he keeps losing. So and I don't even think, I think they need to keep using him like they are right now. Like he doesn't have to have matches, but he needs to just interfere in other people's matches, kind of. 
After that was a tag team elimination qualifying match for the Survivor Series. Uh, it was American Alpha versus Spirit Squad. American Alpha. I mean, this who, is kind of who did you think was going to win? Yeah, Spirit <laughs> Squad is kind of a throwaway uh, tag team. I think they're there right now to help uh, the other guys kind of like, raise up. They don't really need to raise up American Alpha. Though. No, American Alpha is pretty. I know, awesome, it was so, a, it was yeah. just a match. Just to get it was them the same thing. Game. A little bit later, there was the Headbangers. Yeah, with, for um... some reason, <laughs> the Headbangers are back, and they're, I guess they're using them in the same capacity. The Usos mm-hmm. fought the Headbangers. Usos win, uh, and it, obviously, and they're yeah. part of the Survivor Series now. And those are two teams that I think are better, and that I like the American Alphas. I mean, they're freaking yeah, they're they're, they're, they're good. They're, they're so. good. And then Usos, I really like Usos, and I think, and I like them as bad guys. I've said yeah, I, I think they were kind of getting a little bland as good guys, and then now they're they're kind of they're you getting, know they're yeah. better again. So right in the middle was a Dan Bryan on Miz TV, which was an awesome promo between yes. these two, because they really if I don't know if they're they they might be friends they're, in real life. They definitely go for each other's throats. They are like, using it. They're also using it to plug the show because they yeah, totally they plug the show. But they definitely say things to each other that, that would like, probably oh really hurt God. their feelings. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they get behind stage and be like, I can't believe you said that to me. Like the whole t- kind of talking about Daniel's depression. And yeah, yeah. Kind of um, talking about how, you know, he's can't wrestle anymore. So, and then he, fr- which surprised me. He oh, threw yeah, yeah, a yeah. Bunch that's actually, uh, he got really pissed at one time or another. <laughs> But we all know he can't be touched. Yeah, that's my only problem with it. Like Miz got out of the ring and he could, he should have. Like it was kind of hilarious. Should have just stayed there. <laughs> I don't know if Maurice knew it was going to happen, but she actually, if, if she did, she played it very well. It was kind of hilarious. But I didn't know if Maurice knew it was going to happen or anything. But it was just kind of funny to see like the worry on her face. If not, she's she's a very good actress because she looks genuinely scared. And it was funny trying to watch her figure out how she was going to get out of the ring. ring really like, quickly. Miz, yeah. why haven't you hold on the thing me. for me? So she finally just gets down really quick in her short little dress and rolls out of the ring. Like I was, that was kind of funny to me. And, and then, then it, how he always puts her in front of him like a big old, but yeah, that, you know, that's that's the character. I love Miz. Miz is a traditional heel. He's so. very, he's good on the, he's so mm-hmm. good on the mic. He yeah. is really, really good on the mic. Um, that turned into Kurt Hawkins' first match <laughs> on SmackDown, and uh, it looks like Dolph Ziggler is going to do an open challenge like um, uh, John Cena, John Cena did, did with yeah. the U.S. belt. Dolph Ziggler and Kurt Hawkins had a match. It was. Not even a minute long. It was was one sweet chin music. He's down. That's it. All right. And then there was a Dean Dean Ambrose, AJ Styles, number one contender fight where James Elverse was banned from ringside. Okay. I've said it before. I don't think Dean Ambrose is like anything amazing in the ring. He's okay or anything like that. But him and AJ Styles together. AJ Styles are working together so freaking well. Like AJ Styles, again. he can make Makes everybody look, look good, good. Yeah. but these guys are definitely getting used to having matches together where they're able to put together really good really good clean match. yeah. looking matches yeah clean looking matches uh they're 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 you can tell when they start getting really comfortable just because they're rough with each other oh it's, uh, really rough with each other really rough with each other um james over <laughs> obviously came out i mean did you not think that was gonna um, happen he comes in out and kind of interferes for a little bit and it, you think dean's gonna you lose think he's again, gonna yeah but he's able to recover uh he goes away then they run him they, they run, run him, him back out. security guards are chasing him through the crowd and he's right in front of the commentator table yeah and all the security guards are right and then AJ, aj styles bum rushes him 
like with no cover, no way to protect themselves. Yeah, over the announcer table and um onto the announcer. Like, I, I wonder if in the back he's like, dude. I'm really sorry. I didn't know that was going to happen. No, no, no. He's like, dude, before. Oh, you I'm think James shove... Elvork? No, no, no. Uh, AJ, I'm going to shove the crap out of you <laughs> over the table. I hope you don't tables. land on your neck. <laughs> Try and land good because you're not going to expect it. Like, it was it was, it was crazy pr- It was a looking. pretty hard push. And then they show it again. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah. He really did shove the crap out of him, like, over the tables. And then the um, commentators. Yeah, like, all their mics got they disconnected lost all their for mics a little and bit. Everything. But that, that was the ending of it. Dean won. James Elford. Low getting, blow. Yeah, I don't mean it. Looked, it didn't even look like a low blow to me. I know one of the commentators said it was. Said it was. Yeah, it, it, it looked did. like right in the stomach. Anyway, he's the number one contender. So apparently they're going to have a title fight again. Again. Uh, I don't know when or anything, but he's the number one contender. Maybe it's, it's not going to be a Survivor Series. Maybe Survivor it's going to be before Survivor Series. It might just be on SmackDown one day. Yeah. And then I'm sure the, the James Elford, Dean Ambrose, AJ Styles love triangle it's gonna continue of course i actually kind of like like they're doing different things right now on smackdown that i'm really liking the whole i will um, as we go ahead and start end up um getting close but uh the smackdown show is it's getting a lot better yeah it has been better than raw for a very long time now like raw is winning because they got freaking chris jericho and kevin owens i mean they're they're really good but like SmackDown, I'm really liking the whole. The wrestling's good. Yeah. The sto- there's more storylines. I'm really liking the Bray thing. I'm and liking it now. Yeah. Randy Orton, I'm really liking that, and I'm really liking this new whole AJ Dean James thing. It's um, it's different, and I'm 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 digging it. I'm digging it. I even really like the whole. Do- I like Dolph Ziggler having the belt. I think Miz is gonna get it back. Maybe if they're not continuing some Ms. Daniel Bryan thing, even though Daniel Bryan can't wrestle, he can't so wrestle, I don't know. So it's a useless storyline. Yeah, but I, I like his whole open challenge thing. I don't want to hear him say how he's like the underdog or anything anymore. I'm tired of that. Yeah, that I'm. Whole... Ca- I'm sick of that storyline too. It's all the good guys I actually do that right loser. now. Like I'm the loser. I'm gonna get down. That's all we got for you this week. Uh, make sure you join us next week. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, there's links to everything in the show notes page on someonenerdy.com. Or you can send us a email at somewhatnerdyradio at gmail.com. God, I'm getting so good at saying that. Somewhatnerdyradio at gmail.com. Shut your face. <laughs> Yours I've only is been terrible. saying it for like a while now. Um, if you're listening this, to this on iTunes, or on SoundCloud, or whatever app you're listening to, make sure you subscribe. You're listening to this, so I'm pretty sure you subscribe. Uh, but make sure you leave us a review. The reviews are very important for us, especially us brand new of raising up in rank. Um, the higher we get in rank, the uh, it would help us out uh, greatly. So thank yes. you. So yeah, there's our show. We are Nerds of the Square Circle. Make sure you check out SomewhereNerdy.com, Somewhere Nerdy Radio, and Future Flicks with Billion. I have been your host, Snarf Chris. With Ashley. And we'll see you next week. Later.